Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Did not take long. The Damian Lillard trade, and again, if you're just jumping in your car or you haven't stared at your phone yet, Damian Lillard is now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. That trade coming down, what, half an hour or so ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not that long ago. The Bucks were plus 750 in Vegas to win the NBA title. They are now plus 375. That would be the best odds, or I should say the shortest odds on the board. They are the favorite right now. The Blazers uh, did not move. They went from 250 to 250. The Suns got uh, a little better odds as well. They were plus 650 before, and now, now 550. they are 550, so their value went down a little bit along the way. The Bucks, Nuggets, Celtics, Suns, Warriors, and then the Lakers come in. These are yeah. numbers uh, according to Caesar Sportsbook. So the Bucks are your favorite, and then in descending order, Denver, Boston, Phoenix. Then it's a pretty big jump to the Warriors at ten to one. Lakers come in at thirteen to one. Got no problem with that entire list uh, except the Lakers portion. I told you that I, I think Lakers are top five in the NBA. Um, Warriors lost to the Lakers in the playoffs. They lost four games to two. They lost because they don't have size. Lakers have. Seven guys that are six eight or above yeah, shows you all the wing guys that they went and got. That's a big reason why they beat them. And to put Golden State in front of the Lakers for only getting smaller in the offseason doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but I'm okay with the way the Bucks are the favorites coming in. It, it makes sense to me. Listen, Denver, as good as they are and, and as good as they were, they lost a couple role players, and we're going to see how much that Their impacts them. Their depth was impacted for sure. Look, Bruce Brown was a really good player. Sure. Bruce Brown basically – Took D'Angelo Russell after the first game was like, yeah, I don't even – we just go right at him. And D'Angelo put his head down and was like, I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, two nice guys. Milwaukee's been in the finals before. They got, they just got Damian Lillard. So this isn't a shock to me. And the way the others stack up, Celtics, fine. That's They got a really good. good squad again. Phoenix, I think Phoenix is going to be really good too. I think that's the second they, best they, team in the they, Western they'll Conference. They'll be fine. They're, they're going to be good because they got a lot of good players. But they're, they're a classic show me. You know, show, Kevin Durant, show me. I, they, I know Kevin Durant's a great player. Don't, there, There's levels to this stuff, right? Is Kevin Durant one of the great players of all time? Sure, of course he is. He's a seven-foot guy that can put it on the floor and shoot. And do all, He's awesome. But has there been the moment where Kevin Durant just said, get on my back and let's go, where he wasn't surrounded by other guys that could do the get on my back and let's go thing? Okay, Not see. so much. But they didn't win it. Right. And, and it's just, he, he seems to be, first of all, he's a lot older. It was his 15th season in the yeah, league. Yeah, he's, he's had some he's injuries along mm-hmm. the way. So I don't know. The Lakers obviously have a lot can of I, can similar I, can issues. Can I say this real quick about Phoenix? And, and you tell me if this come, comes into play at all, because it's a direct tie-in with the Lakers. Frank Vogel got fired for not something that he did wrong. Frank mm-hmm. Vogel got fired because um, Russell Westbrook was on the team and they needed to make a move. 
for a trade that they made that should have never happened, but mm-hmm. it did happen. We all know the results of it. I think Vogel, Vogel's had a couple stints. Indiana, he was excellent. He's a good coach. Lakers, they won an NBA championship. Right. I think it was the right hire for them, too. He was good in Orlando. He's a, and he's a coach that it's defense first, you know, that kind of philosophy. Sure. I think he's the right coach in Phoenix that I also take into play when I talk about him. It puts a lot of pressure on the Lakers, too, because now there's another team that has that two-headed combo that is as good or better than the Lakers, right? The Lakers have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and if that's your pair of stars, it's a pretty darn good pair of stars. But LeBron, what is this, LeBron's 21st season? 21, buddy. Okay, 21st season. So if we're we're saying Kevin Durant's getting at a point where he's in year 15 or whatever it is for him. Had five, six years. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. what's Kevin Durant look like? Now, again, LeBron is one of one. There's nobody else like LeBron. But Anthony Davis is going to have to be that guy that he was through the postseason, that guy that he was through the last, what, six weeks of the regular season where he's playing virtually every day that it's not yeah. a back-to-back. Well, we're going to have to see that all over again. And and with him, it's still a little bit of show me, right? Just because he gets hurt a lot. He misses a lot of time. Hopefully he doesn't, but it puts a ton of pressure on him specifically and it puts a ton of pressure on, okay, who's your third best guy? If everybody's got a pair, mm-hmm. who's number three? Is it Austin Reeves? Yeah, it's Austin Reeves. It, okay, is yeah. Austin Reeves as good Compared as Middleton? Aaron Gordon as Chris Middleton? That the if we're if we're getting a push sure. at the top, we're going to go deeper into that roster. Yeah, and and listen, that's that's their position. I mean, the thing they did this offseason was say, I I I remember mentioning this to you yesterday. They're going to be in a unique spot because they have twelve legitimate players that can play. Okay, I'm not telling you twelve guys are going to be are, sure. are going to play, but they got twelve guys and this balance of. Rui has to show he just got paid fifty one million dollars. I need to show that I'm worth fifty one million dollars, seventeen million a year. Mm-hmm. Then you got a guy Christian Wood. You got on the minimum who's saying I'm trying to get Rui money. I have to show myself with the Lakers and show that I got an incredible amount of value, so that next year I could go get ten million a year, twelve million or whatever that number is. Vanderbilt just got an extension. D'Angelo's on a Reeves got paid. Reeves got paid. And, and with great value, but D'Angelo is the one player, too, that you're looking at. You're saying, okay, he got a two-year deal. Only one year is guaranteed. He's going to try to put himself in a position. And I'm not telling you these guys are going to play as individuals. What I'm saying is when you have that much depth and you have that many players are going to be fine for playing time, your hope is also that everyone's pulling that rope in the same direction. Well, this is where Darvin Ham becomes incredibly important, right? Because you're right. Guys – look. We were talking about this before the show with Josh Hader a little bit. The Josh Hader wants to get paid because everyone else around here has gotten paid. I haven't gotten my bag yet. Where's my bag? I'm and, not going to be a four-out guy. And, right. Mm-hmm. I, but just this, I need to worry about me, and then I'll worry about you. You're talking about some of these guys that want to you know, show, you paid me this money, I'm worth it. Some other guys that are trying to get paid along the way. And this is where leadership matters. This is where the coaching matters. This is where, hey, listen, I know that you need this for you, but here's why what's good for you is also good for us. Here's why what's good for me actually benefits you. And you got to find those things because if it's just I need mine to get mine, there's only five spots on the floor. There's only one ball to go around. LeBron and AD are going to have the ball. Yeah. And, and so you got to do these other things. You got to find a way to make yourself valuable that maybe isn't the best way to go get yourself paid at the end of the year. I got to get you to buy in on that. That's where the coaching comes in. You said something a couple of days ago that, hey, no, that could actually work to their advantage because of the competition. Mm-hmm. These guys will be competing amongst themselves to try to close out games, to try to start games, to try to play 
um, the bulk of the minutes. So it, it's going to be fascinating. But what the Dame thing does, I don't think the Dame thing changes that much for the Lakers specific because getting out of the West. But but I know what you're saying. It, ultimately, at the end of the day, you're going to have to – if you get to the finals, you got – They have another guy. They have another team. And, again, the Lakers aren't playing for good seasons. They're playing – especially now. They're playing for championships. LeBron, Coming off last year. You're 21, right? Yeah. You're playing for – championships and they're not thinking about okay can we win the pacific division or the western yeah who, who else is out there who do we need to match up with ultimately and maybe that's the last matchup but it is a matchup going back to that competition thing really quickly this is what the secret sauce at sc was under Pete carroll it wasn't just he had reggie bush and matt liner and lendell white and all these other great players you did but the guys that were right behind them were nearly as good hey you can either do it this way or not i'll you don't think I'll put him on the – watch this, right? Carson Palmer won the Heisman Trophy. The very next year, Matt Leinart steps in, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. That They just have all of these great players. And if I know I have to perform at the highest level, I'm more likely to as opposed to, what, are you going to put that guy in? That guy sucks, right? I got. I don't have to look over my shoulder. Yeah, and also just to bring into this, uh, it's not only the Bucks, the uh, Blazers, and the Suns are involved in this deal, but it also inv- in- involves – the deal that didn't happen. The deal that didn't happen between the uh, Buck, the um, Blazers and the Heat, and Jimmy Butler had something to say about it. Yo, NBA, man. Y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him for tampering. So he posted that on his own social media. Okay, could you see his face? He was, he was Sarcastic. serious. Okay, yeah, that's why I'm, I, I'm only hearing it. Yes. I, did, did you see his face? I saw his face. Okay. He looked to me to be serious. Okay. But I also don't know his, his entirety of his personality, I would think it's sarcastic. Yeah, I don't know. That's what that that's why I'm asking. Okay. I'm looking at him he right now. He looks a little pissed off. He, he, yeah, it, it's hard to tell, I guess, is, is at the end of the Maybe day. Maybe it doesn't help me because the day before I was watching him on Instagram, pumping gas and he got <laughs> yeah. to like 150 or something he's like what the hell is going to so that's you know all i remember like? of him he sounds like uh Chivato. <laughs> by the way we want tampering i mean it's freaking game talking about i'm not the reports were he's not going right. to play anywhere other than miami but the whole thing too is like that miami did not get any better this offseason no. they were they were knocking at the door if you're a miami fan are you are you mad that they didn't go well in do they but were they just not happy what who cares yeah. right <laughs> go, yeah exactly but go i get it we all want our teams to go all in but the other guy has to have they, they got to want something that you have the blazers didn't want anything that miami yeah, has. But, by the way you gotta you gotta have something i want point. that's such a good point. hey you don't hey i'll go I'll give you whatever you want oh. you don't have anything i want it's like dude. the angels giving everything for right. somebody i, I don't no, just, you don't have anything i want i know travis drives me crazy this you know when you do see i only want to play for that team wait a second here you signed a contract with us you didn't have to sign the contract with us you signed a extension for x amount of dollars if you want out like you do, and we agree, you know what? We're going to reset. We're going to start over. You want to go out and you want to get on that team. You can't tell us you want Miami because if Miami knows you only want to go there, they're not going to give us as much as another team would. They they're not negotiating with. with anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like to the Jimmy Butler point about the tampering, I, I understand. I am fully self aware in this particular facet of my life. I know I'm a cynic. I know that my default setting in the universe is pessimistic. I wish it wasn't, but it is. I understand, okay? I can't be the only one that knows that every deal ever that's ever been is the result of tampering. Yes. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. That in every sport ever, if you don't think somebody has said, hey, dude, what if every deal ever has yeah. been the result of tampering from somebody else? This What, what are we tampering doing? Tampering in the NBA is basically the equivalent of no one has ever cheated on their taxes. <laughs> well, what it is? Well, then you can't have the all-star game anymore. They all play together. They all practice together. They so all work out together. So we should stop the Olympics as well yeah. and just let, not let any of these guys chat. It, it's If your organization isn't tampering, you have a bad organization. You need don't to, be sloppy. Don't be sloppy. Mm-hmm. The, 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 you need to do. If you're waiting for midnight on whatever the trade deadline or free agency opening is to make your first call to star player A or star player agents A, you're terrible. I think at your that's job. what her Cupcheck towards the end. That was the buzz on Cupcheck <laughs> is that he was following the rules. Yeah, which you know, okay, in in life as a human being, probably a pretty good neighbor, probably a great husband, friend, brother, you know, mentor. Great. I gotta go get that guy. I wanna make sure that I can go. It's get always that funny guy. at twelve oh one when the photo's already there of the guy like signing with the GM. I'm like, so were the other GMs out there too? And he just opened his door at twelve and was ah uh, you. <laughs> was it uh, Magic? It's like, well, Magic was at LeBron's house when it opened. It's like you know, like LeBron James and Magic Johnson had ever spoken to each other until that <laughs> night. I mean, I, I feel like they have a lot in common. They probably at some point said, "Hey, you want to go grab a glass of wine? Sure, let's go get a glass." I mean, exactly. Come on, man. Um, what is Paul Pink too? So imagine you're Damian Lillard, and you're like, oh, all off season, like, mm, I'm so ready to go to Miami to have the warm weather, to have the ladies. What's the difference? Is there any more different cities than Milwaukee and Miami? No. <laughs> yeah, like it's no. just so it's such a big divide. Have fun wearing a coat. Miami is cosmopolitan and hot and spicy and anything goes and let you know it's just, it's sexy there's beach, neon the lights cigars, the there's beach cigar there's south beach <laughs> milwaukee is milwaukee it's, known for its, okay, it's got it's got it's the home of, of miller light yep. yes i saw someone okay? do this they thing. love like, their squads <laughs> yeah. you know what you do in milwaukee you go bowling and eat a sausage and yes. drink some beer that's yep. what you do that in sounds milwaukee. like damn little to me but it's funny to me it's like people are like you're if your city is there's there's great cities which is la and new york and then there's beer uh brewery cities the cities are like oh but our breweries are great it's cold yeah the being inside at a brewery in february in milwaukee it's probably a pretty fun time mm-hmm. right that's uh, the Delano Hotel in South Beach. What would you rather do? There, you know, I mean, a little bit different. A little bit different. Come on. <laughs> By the way, what, it, what if, do you think that? And I don't know if Damien. Let's just say a twenty-something rich single person. You want to go uh, see what's going on in there, or you want to go to the bowling alley? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'd like to go see what's going on over there yeah, first. Same just here. something I would be interested. I'm in. I'm going to send him thirty-eight essential Milwaukee restaurants <laughs> on Eater.com. They're but you know who's happy? Out. Good Karma Brands in Milwaukee. Yeah, look, oh, pss, hell yeah, Milwaukee's are. lovely. If you Craig Carmazon's very happy right don't now. Don't go to Miami. Miami's pretty fun. Do, do you pretty think, fun spot? Do you think if Giannis didn't do what he did over the those? That last month, the podcast in the New York Times? It's a great question. Do you think nothing happens? Let's talk about it when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So you and I are going to be out on uh, Media Day on Monday. Yeah, Monday. Lakers Media Day. Woo-hoo. We've been uh, a couple of years previous. This will be our third Media yeah, Day we're together. Vets. Vets right. at Media Day. Look forward to cropping you out for another uh, LeBron picture <laughs> with me and LeBron. Uh, we, we'll see whether we can get that done or not. Um, but, yeah, to, you know, we have huge NBA news today. Yeah, yeah. That Damian Lillard is now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. And we knew that he wanted to go to Milwaukee. There was a, a, a story earlier this week that maybe Toronto had kind of entered the picture. And then just, boom, out of left field, at least as far as I can Quiet, tell. Quiet, too. I, I hadn't quietly, even heard of Milwaukee. Right? Milwaukee gets this done uh, a, a few minutes ago. It is a three-team trade involving Phoenix and Portland as well. But the the, the big piece of this is Aiton goes to Portland. Drew Holiday goes to Portland as well. Uh, and Damian Lillard goes to Milwaukee. Those are the, the, key, the key pieces. Um, you asked something interesting, and it, it, when, when, it was the first thing that popped into my mind. Giannis did the thing that Giannis had not done his entire career. Giannis went public with his displeasure at the direction of the team, what, two weeks ago? He went about a month ago, month ago? first with yeah. the New right. York he did it Times. Twice. He did it twice. That's but right. by the way, and that was kind of also the head turner. It's like, again? Okay, well, something's going on here. I mean, to, to mention it once, well, to turn back around and mention well, here's it Here's why. I, I did it. Hey, you know what? I don't love this. Looks around. Nothing happens. Probably didn't get the answer he wanted from the person he wanted to hear it from, mm. and said, "Okay, I'm going to do it again." Let me, let me be a little may, more clear. Maybe you don't. Maybe you think I'm just in a bad mood today. I'm not in a bad mood. I'm telling you, I don't like this. This does not feel like something I want to sign up for long term. Fix this, mm. or I'm thinking about going somewhere else. They fixed it. <laughs> they fixed it big time today they fixed it to the tune of getting one of the best guards in the entire league and this is where star and and again it cuts both ways because Giannis isn't James Harden who's constantly unhappy when he says he's unhappy you better listen to well, him he's a and, top, and he's a top three player yep. in the league so I, I'm, one, I'm I'm just going to use as an example let's say Bradley Beal is still in Washington and he's saying if we don't improve this team I'm out of here <laughs> By the way, I'm not, tell- I'm not telling you that Washington won't just give them all the money in the world because they did, but that's not a good organization. Right. When you have one of those players, you can't get rid of them. Here's, let me flip this because Dame has talked about how much he wanted to win in Portland. Dame has talked about, hey, in a perfect world, I don't got to go anywhere. I mm-hmm. could stay right here. And he almost did it enough. I know I was critical of Dame. I was critical in the sense like, Dame, it ain't happening there. If you want to win, get out of Portland. That's on Portland. He can't. You can't ever look at Dame and say it's Dame's fault that he never won in Portland. Anthony Davis probably felt in his time in New Orleans, guys, there's only so far that I'm going to be able to get here because other players aren't lining up to come play with me in New Orleans. 
Milwaukee did the thing, and I, I give I give Giannis a lot of credit for it. And I don't know if if one plus one equals two, and this just happened. The article, the podcast, and Dame is a is a Milwaukee Buck, because I think for the Bucks, at least at the absolute minimum, said we got to get better. The move that they made, nobody's saying, "Oh my gosh, can you can, can you imagine what they gave up to go get him?" Everyone's saying, "Oh my gosh, that's the best team in the NBA." Yeah. So it's also kind of a no-brainer too. He was there 11 years. Lillard was in Portland for 11 seasons. That's not I've been here for 2-3 years. I don't like it. That's not even I've been here 5 six. years or yeah. six. Gave you 11 years. Yeah. I gave you uh, not only the early part of my career, I gave you the beginning of my prime. Gave you some cool playoff moments, the best I could do. I can't I, do anymore. I need you to do something for me now. I, I can't do it here. I gave you plenty of time. This is not, hey, you didn't give me enough time to build this, or I didn't know you were unhappy. They got it done. And credit to Lillard for finally speaking up. I'm with you, Al. I think maybe a year or two ago might have been, you know, get a year or two more of your prime somewhere else. But I give credit to Giannis for speaking up. This is not Ben Simmons. This is not James Harden. This is not Kevin Durant who changes teams, you know, frequently. This is not somebody that is perpetually whining. This wasn't even whining. This was, I don't like this, and I'd like you to fix it, or I'm going to move on. And they fixed it. Give the Bucks credit. All the credit in the world for maybe it took two ass, but at least they That's heard okay. the second one. Yeah, yeah. At least they heard the second one. They didn't say, eh, he'll be not going to go. Well, well and, and the can, most I, money. can I give you kind of a – I mean, it's a big difference, but Luka's one of the – most important players in the NBA. Dallas will do Mark Cuban will do anything he can to make sure Luca stays in Dallas. He went out and got Kyrie. It's also what kind of player you're going out and getting. Yeah. Right? So they paid Kyrie to come there. How big of a difference is that going to have? You're also got to go get the right star and uh Milwaukee didn't just but, get but a the, top 10 exactly player. They got the right star. Exactly. They got like, the right player. Ky Kyrie Irving is an unbelievable talent, but you you can't tell me that every day the people inside that Dallas are like, which dude's going yeah. through that door today? Are we getting the great player? Or are we getting the guy that everybody's like, get him out of here? Yeah. Which which one do we get today? And because he's done it a bunch of times, even if you had six good months in a row, month seven, you're probably, is this the day that he hates everything around here? Lillard's not that guy. Lillard's not that, that guy. He's just going to come in and he's going to be a terrific player. That's it. Um, and he's going to kill himself to try to win a title because how about this, Lee? Damian Lillard is one of seven players that made the NBA 75th anniversary team. There were 76 players on that list mm -hmm. to never reach the NBA final. And he's the only one that's still active. Okay. Here's the list of other guys that were top 75 players of all time okay. that never played uh, in the NBA finals. Carmelo Anthony, Steve Nash, Dominique Wilkins, the Iceman, George Gervin, Pistol Pete Maravich, and Dave Bing. Okay. So Dominique, Carmelo, Nash are all guys that when you think of them, like, oh, yeah, those guys are great, but, yeah, just, yeah never really happened for them. Mm -hmm. right? and Carmelo and Nash in particular. Nash won two MVPs, mm -hmm. but once you think of it, it's like, yeah, yeah, he never did. There's something about that, especially in basketball. If you're a baseball player, football player, sometimes it's just not meant to be because it's a team game. Basketball is a team sport, but one guy can really swing it. He wasn't able to do it in Portland. He's going to be able to do it in Milwaukee. The one thing I think probably a lot of those top 75 players have in common is they played with other top 75 players, <laughs> Yeah. right? That won NBA championships because they played with other greats. This will be the first time that he plays with a top 75 player, so he's got a chance to change that narrative. One thing just to also point out, I think it's very important, um, on the 38 essential Milwaukee restaurants, 
um, number one on there is um, cops frozen custard. Mm, sure. So it's just not a, it's not a, of, a salad bar in Milwaukee. <laughs> so just think of when he gets there that opportunity to go to that fine establishment <laughs> in Milwaukee rather than going to what's the one called in Miami Prime or what, what I forget what the one everybody Michael always talks about I actually been to it one time. I forget what it's called. It's like the most famous restaurant in Miami. A little bit different for the custard instead. <laughs> it's almost more impressive that Damian Lillard made the 75 list solely by himself without playing with one of these guys. It's yeah. almost more impressive that he is that good on his own that you can't tell the story of the NBA without mentioning Damian Lillard in this era. It's That's that's how good he is. And you, again, he's going with one of the best players in the but, league right but now. you keep saying something that there are also top 75 players that you think a certain way about them. Yep. You keep saying that Dame's one of those guys. I don't know if people – I think people understand and they respect how good Dame is, but it's really, really difficult to do so when you're not in the Western Conference Finals every year, when you're in a Portland like – you're in a market like Portland, when you're on a team that's not also popular. He is one of those guys that game on the line – no, this is what I do. I step back and I hit a 28-footer on Paul George. Like He is one of those guys. I want to ask you guys a question. Because with, with that in mind, Slee, and I'm not talking about he'll knock down a big shot. I'm not talking about he'll drop 50 on, on, on a night. I'm not talking about great player. I'm talking about he's one of those guys that's just, however you want to, he's got dog in him or he's not scared. How, however your favorite phrase is on that. Is Dame one of those guys that like, if I, I don't want to mess with this guy, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go badly for me if I mess with this guy. Do you think he's one of those guys? Yes. Can I, I, I do too. Is Carmelo Anthony one of those guys? Um, Carmelo is as well, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to point at it a little bit differently. Carmelo can make it like somebody's talking trash to me. I could drop 40 on you. I don't know if Carmelo is all I care about is I want to win That's what I'm an NBA about. championship. That's what I'm talking about. That mm-hmm. I will do whatever it takes to win this game tonight. Not that I can put 50 on you because I think you're a punk. Carmelo's a great player. I don't mean to make it negative on Carmelo. But Carmelo was one of the whatever. I, I, need to, I need to go do this. I need to go be a part of this in this place, even if it means not the best player on the team anymore. That he got there later in his career, but by then he, he wasn't one of those guys yeah, anymore. Car- Carmelo, when he finally decided I, I want to be a part of this as opposed to be the this, it was it was too late. He too wasn't little, an, too impactful, late. an impactful player to when he was at his peak. Dame's still at his peak, and he's willing to do it. All right, so this is from Damian Lillard. He posted on uh, X just now, X following on his Twitter. He says, the casuals won't be addressed, but the Blazers uh, fans in the city of Portland that I love truly will be, and they will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter. So it's kind of a little cryptic, but essentially he's going to have his time where he dresses the Portland faithful and uh, out on his own terms. I'm not a Blazer fan. I don't live in Portland, so I'm sure there's some nuance to this that I'm going to miss along the way. But I can't imagine if you were a Portland Trailblazer fan for the last 11 years, you felt that Damian Lillard did anything other than give you his absolute best. Right? No. There's... Um, I, I, and I that's can't. Like, how could anybody be pissed that he I, wanted to go I, somewhere? I, I they didn't do it with you, but he got as close as he could. But he, it wasn't that he shut it down. It wasn't that he dogged it. It wasn't that he showed up fat and lazy. It's no. like he, he no. There's nothing he, on. There, there's, no, there's, right. none there's none there's of nothing that stuff with him. There's nothing on Dame. I mean, I get. I'm going to use Anthony Davis as an example. It's got a Modelo commercial. It's got a Modelo spot. I mean, what more do you need? <laughs> that's, I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. Come on. Um, I'm going to use Anthony Davis as an example. I I, I understood it with New Orleans. I, I get it. I get it that 
it's not like he was there for 10, 11 years. Sure. And it's and it's there were some things that were happening. The cryptic message with that's all, folks, you know, like the shirt when the season was about to end. I understand there's certain players that were in certain markets that maybe it just didn't work out the way everybody envisioned. Or maybe you we felt like you left too early. Mm hmm. There was nothing left to do unless Giannis was coming to Portland. Right? Mm -hmm. How was that going to change? He's one of the greatest players of all time. He may not be their greatest players of all time. They have Clyde Drexler, they have Bill Walton, they have other people that have done great things for them. But he's on their quote unquote. I know he hates Mount Rushmore. Oh, of course he is. He, and by the way, I know that Walton, when he was healthy, was extraordinary, and that's when they won their only championship. And Clyde, if you know, Clyde got to Clyde. the NBA Finals yep. for for sure. Lillard was their best player for the longest period of time. Right, I mean, you I, associate I him. You associate Dame immediately, only because he hasn't played for another team with Portland. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm you excited know, to see it. I don't want to see that matchup against the Lakers because that could be a lot. Yeah, but yeah. I'm excited to see it. You know, it's lost in all this. I've heard nothing about Nurkic. Nothing. <laughs> you a big Yusuf Nurkic? I'm just saying. Guy? You know, a couple quotes, <laughs> tweets, anything. M. I mean, where oh, yeah. are we on the Yusuf Nurkic watch? All right, I know I'll, we got a couple, I'll have alerts for him. <laughs> we got a couple of calls on this, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. That's all coming up, plus little Dodger MVP conversation if we can get there. That's straight ahead. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right, big news today. Damian Lillard gets traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Giannis and Dame on the same team uh, a couple of days before media day. Slee and I will be out at Laker media day on Monday. I'm sure we'll have a, a, a Dame yeah. question or two oh, yeah. for some of the guys that we talked to. Especially Darvin, you know, his connection with the Bucks oh, that's and right. being there. He was yeah. in Milwaukee oh, yeah. for a long yeah. time, too. Clinton Yates uh, in the house as well. And you got to tell your Woj story. It's so, pretty good. Some of you guys understand Woj bombs. And by some of you guys, I mean the listeners. Woj bomb. You know, Andrew Wojnarowski dropped I me. Mean, Woj Andrew bomb. Andrew Woj bomb. There it is. That's what we were looking for. Um, and we're sitting in the chair getting ready to tape around the horn. And for yeah. those of you who want to go behind the curtain a little bit, basically – once a news story drops, you kind of got to reconfigure some things to make sure that, you know, the graphics and all that are put together to do the show because we're changing the top of the show. I'm sitting in the chair. Everybody's talking. You can hear on the on the camera. And I've literally read the news three minutes before. And we're trying to sort out what we're going to do. Opening the door to the studio that I'm in currently 
is hello Woj himself <laughs> looking for a chair to do sports Woj center. bomb. And we Woj just sort of stare at each other and go, hey, Woj. He was like, uh, I guess I'll go to the other room. And I was like, yeah, I think I got Woj bombed during a Woj bomb. You know oh, I, mean? I think so, it's only a, you getting Woj bombed if he said, no, you're going well, to the so, other room. So that was the thing. And I was sort of like, is he going to tell me to leave? Yeah, I don't even know. You kind of would have had to, right? Listen, but, listen, listen. I don't know that it would have been his choice or mine because there's other people on the other side of the camera. And they're looking, they're listening and they're going, did you just talk to Woj? What yeah. happened? I'm like, I don't even know. Woj bomb. For me, Woj I'm bomb. like, uh, I'm like, Woj, I was just making sure the chair is warm for you. Yeah, exactly. How do you like the you level know? of the seat? Please tell right. me. Would you like me to wipe off the IFB? You know, it he was- just tells Woj, just do it from your car. <laughs> Connect with <laughs> do it off your phone as you walk through LA Live. And he just had, do a live FaceTime. I felt so bad too, not just because of the availability of the seat. There's plenty of studios there. He literally was doing that thing that like journalists do. If you had to make up a word for what busy journalists look like, he had multiple notebooks in one arm oh and a laptop in the other. That's and he true. was kinda, you know How many phones? Kinda edging it. Right. Well that was the thing, kinda edging it in with his hip. And so when he gets through the door, not expecting anybody to be there, oh and your boy gosh. Yates is there just screaming. That's you know, he pretty was good. like Wait a second. It was funny. So, so real life. They the team to beat? I don't know about that. They get better, but I don't necessarily know how much more competitive they become definitively in the playoffs. Uh, that's the thing. You know, Dame Lillard, sure, he's had some monster playoff performances in his life. The combo with Giannis, I'm very interested to see what that looks like from an actual basketball standpoint. Mm-hmm. But getting rid of holiday defensively to me is something I don't love. And honestly, Grayson Allen is the kind of player that I think a lot more people don't realize that I know exactly you boo the guy, but the player is a guy that you want on your team. Here's, here's why I love it. And here's why I think they might be the team to beat. Okay. We've seen Damian Lillard for the last 11 years in Portland. And we know what type of dude he is. He's never out of shape. He competes like crazy. He's just on a squad. that's not good enough. Right. He's been the best player on the team the entire time he's been there. First all-star teammate since 2015. Yep. This is, not only is he going to a place where he's got a player that's better than he is, he might have the best player in the league. Or if he's not the best player, he's two or three. Doesn't matter. Okay? Those two guys, highly motivated to work with one another, to go do what they want. This is not a James Harden, a guy who's constantly moving around. This is not somebody who's perpetually unhappy. This is a, hey man, I gave you everything I had with it. I need to take a shot at this, and you couldn't ask for a better shot. Well, I, here, here's here, one thing, Yates. I'll say, too, there's something when you've been in the league for as long as you have and you haven't won or even been in contention to win a championship, and then now you have that shot. I think you can't underestimate Dame is walking into Milwaukee looking at Giannis and said, you freaking have one. I don't. Giannis is going public and saying, I don't want to be the guy that's known for playing in the league for 20 years and winning one chip. Mm. But I think the fact that Dame does not have one is important. I'm trying to get something I've never – I've never had an opportunity like this in front of me. I, I don't I don't skew too far. I, I think Denver is the best team in the Western Conference until otherwise. Yep. I think Milwaukee is – I don't know if you want to say clear. They've been in contention every year and just won a championship two years ago, so it's not like they're coming out of nowhere. Yeah, their success is not ancient history. No, not remotely. Do you think at this stage that they're the best two-man combo in the league? That's a great question. It, it Jokic and Murray is damn good. Very good. Tatum uh, and Brown. Tatum and Brown I, is damn yeah. good. There's a world in which LeBron and AD is sure. still in that discussion sure. who I would probably still take over them, but that – is where I really wonder, like, do you actually think the basketball about Booker and Durant? Together? 
Exactly. Look at your Murray. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I, I'd rather you can make a case that they're, you can make a case whether you want to or not. Yeah, that's the best too. But I think you got to also add that third piece too, because Middleton's an important player, mm-hmm. Lopez is an important player. That there's also there's more to it than just two guys. Um, they, uh, I don't know what else. Well, they and need. then they got, okay, they got so the we're going to three though, right? So then now, okay, let's go to four, so we can get Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon in there. Sure, right. right? Yeah, so like, we can round out the championship but, team. But this is what I'm saying that yeah. it's. I know that you got to have two dogs. You got to have two big, big time guys. But we've seen teams with two guys, and the rest of it isn't quite right. Yeah. It's not good enough. Yeah. That if that peak, if if Jokic is the tip of the mountain, well, we got kind of a plateau going after yeah. that with some of these other guys. Where if you have something that's very sharp, and the drop off to, for instance, the Lakers, I think are a really good team, and AD, and but is. Austin Reeves as good as Michael Porter Jr. is as or good Chris as Aaron Middleton. Gordon or yeah. Chris Middleton. I think their the, these are the questions yeah. where it's like how deep into this do we go to where because three matters, four matters, five and six probably matter. Or in Lakers' case, you can say they got ten guys. Well, there's something to say towards that as well, where another team might not have that. You know, depth. I've been spending a lot of time in the mountains. I like this topography, right? Bit like right here, like how is, how how steep is, is your it peak? a sky cra- skyscraper <laughs> or is it a mountain chain? Like is it the this. Rocky Mountains or is like it the Empire State Building? I need some data viz on this. Yeah. This is the kind of thing where you know you get a drawing and you right. say, "Where's your guy on the elevation?" Full of them, Yates. Just- you think <laughs> you think Yates was ever sold a vacuum back in the day? Did you ever buy anything from a door-to-door salesman? No, never, Nothing. never, not ever my Brothers ain't coming. Have you ever had to? Brothers were coming to the door. So I've been close. I, there was a time when I almost vacuum cleaners were amazing. This. A time when I almost did this when I was looking for a job and I went to an interview and the guy was like, "Well, we're going to be doing X and X door-to-door." I said, "My friend, thank you. I'm out of here, buddy." You know what I'm saying? I don't do door-to-door. Sedano had to sell toys door-to-door. Yeah. Wow. Like and he it sounds about from what an he was, hour from what yeah, he made it sound career. like he was an assistant to the guy that sold toys door to door and he nice. lasted about an hour. Yeah, and I was like, going to say. Nah, you know where good. they got me, Trav? The vacuum cleaners when they would spill something on the carpet and it's just like it's gone. I'm like, Mom, Dad, I don't know. You got to be watching the same thing here. It's gone. Like it was water, you idiot. I, I almost bought art from a guy like paintings. I would buy art door to door. We had a new place. The guy and he's like, Hey, you know, I know you guys just moved in and. We got. I'm like, that looks great. I, I I love that one. I love that one. How much he goes? Two hundred pieces. They're all stolen art pieces yeah. from the Getty. <laughs> Look, and I, I I should have taken advantage. Now these were paint by numbers that pleased my eye. Okay, but I'm like, it's paint by numbers. This can't be worth more than thirty five bucks. No, yeah, that's that's not exactly get out of here. High class. Uh, we're not doing that. stuff. The dumps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. We I'm going to like pump fake there. A, 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 I bit hard. Ah. I went up. I came down. I fouled. I'm, I, it's my sixth foul of the game. I'm out. I probably uh, get a It was that goal. James Harden crossover where the guy <laughs> fell over. <laughs> Wesley Matthews, I think. Or no, no, not Wesley. Wesley Johnson. It, that's the one where he hit it. Yeah. Because when Jay he Will crossed over. over Keyshawn, he missed the jumper. I'm like, well, hit that the doesn't jumper. count. Everyone, we, you and I were doing a show when that happened. Yeah. Everybody's on Twitter. You got to watch it. I'm like, he didn't hit the jumper. No. Why are we even wasting our time with this? He didn't hit the jumper. You got to hit the jumper. Edit it. It is still Fix pretty it. bad look, though. <laughs> I don't, I, I honestly. I don't, don't think so. I don't think so either. 
I really don't. First it of actually all, makes Jay Will look bad for having an eight footer that he missed wide open. <laughs> yeah, I, and uh, Keyshawn's a football player. There's that part of it too. Was he wearing sandals too? Yeah. Was he wearing sandals? I think he was wearing. No, no, he was, he was. No, he was legit. Was, no, I think he was shoes. like because I think remember thinking like, wait, he's got real shoes on. Sweats, which is, yeah, sweats yeah. t-shirt. Which yeah, is I put the video together. A little unusual <laughs> for the Mandy's. I know. <laughs> I need more breaking Damian Lillard type trades right? every day. That's what I did. Especially I, on a Wednesday, because tomorrow we'll be back in the NFL, getting ready for college. This was a good drop. Uh, it was today in 1954, September 27th, 1954. And don't tell anybody I had to look at the date today, because today's an important day for me. Uh, the Tonight Show premiered, right? So we've seen, I first became, like, knew what it was in the Johnny Carson era. Yeah, You saw we, the premiere. I, I did not see the premiere. I want to say <laughs> Steve <laughs> Allen, I think. Maybe Jack Parr. Like, old, like... My grandma and grandpa watched that show. And now we're to the Jimmy Fallon show where all it is is little social media things that they post up that the show is virtually unwatchable. Congratulations. Are you Jay Leno guy? <laughs> Stop, sleep. How much do you not. like him? Jay, I, I'm How I'm much do you love him? I'm indifferent to him, but I find his comedy. You're a Kimmel guy, right? I love Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. I, I, I think he's I was calling him. I was calling Con- him that dry Con- humor. Conan is Letterman super too. I was. Being, I loved him. Letterman and Kim. Letterman because Letterman was kind of mean and, yeah. and it had yeah. an edge. Kimmel isn't as edgy, but there's just enough. But Jay Leno's very down the middle of the fairway. Ready? It's funny. Ready? I, I never did Leno. I used to like the late late with Craig Ferguson. Oh, he was amazing. Oh, he was hilarious. That he, guy was great. Craig Ferguson was yeah. great at that. Craig Kilborn on the Late Late Show was really really so, funny. So, so yeah, Craig Ferguson always pops up in my shorts. Like oh, always, yeah. these like twenty second videos. Always, really, he had a snake yeah. mug. He had a snake mug. Oh yeah, I remember that. I ended up going to Arizona. I saw one. I fucked it, man. Really? I have my snake mug at home. Who's your late night uh, choice, M? So, um, he's not someone that does it every single day. Uh, but I love John Oliver. Oh, I John watch Oliver's every great. single John Oliver. Last week, tonight, every week, I love it. Um, but also, gone are the days where someone who does late night is important because we aren't it's different. no one is tuning in they get the clips they get all that stuff it's not the same thing so but john oliver i will sit down i will watch whatever the topic is it could be so minute and niche but i'm in it's different because too he only has to do it was it once a week once a week every sunday yeah it, but it's deep research like deep really research niche. but if you're doing one show you're gonna nail every joke are we ready yeah. to toast whereas are we ready are to toast? doing it there we go ready to toast Let's we're getting go. close bring some in here we're getting very close Let's here. go Coffee like the, is like, like why are we toasting? Why are we toasting? Nine. Hey, yeah, that's exactly what it is. But, I like that Chris took time out of his day to talk through a uh, glass window where we can't hear, but to make sure that he, he could call me gutless. But congr- <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to John Chen. Absolutely. All right, so for those who don't know, John's been working. We br- how many times have we brought him up just randomly in the show? He runs he's so a, much. <laughs> it, it doesn't even – you have some – it's like almost like it's it's almost like basketball reference of what you're going to do with some of your stats of what he's done. Uh-huh. But I've worked with him for 14 years. You've worked with him obviously every day that you've been here. He goes back to the days before we moved to LA live. Mm. That's how long he's been with 710 ESPN and he will be retiring at the end of this week yep. and uh they're getting ready to do a whole thing for him. Congratulations on an unbelievable career to yeah. him and I am going to do the johnchinreference.com. He's running <laughs> – I mean, you said he runs a lot. You're right. Yeah. That's like saying that uh, – Michael I Jordan played basketball. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He has run in every L.A. marathon. Not he run – he's run the L.A. 
since they brought it back in the 80s, he's running every single one. Okay, there's only like 30 people in, that have done that. Yep, 30 people in the world have done what he's done. Mm-hmm. He runs ultra marathons, like 50 milers, yeah. for fun. Yeah, yeah. Just what are you doing? Hey, John, I'll see him getting a cup of coffee. What are you up to? Ah, I'm going to run the Catalina one. How long is that? 50 miles. How long is that going to take? <laughs> I don't know, like 14 the self, hours. The yeah. discipline. Oh, really? That's what you're doing for fun this weekend. <laughs> the discipline of what that man would do on a night in, night out basis when he does it. So when I was on the sales side over there, I'd interact with him a lot more. He's our, one of our traffic managers. So there was a lot more interaction. And there are times on like a Monday where I'm in the kitchen getting a cup of coffee. And I'd be like, hey, John, so uh, what'd you do this weekend? It was kind of a similar conversation. He's like, yeah, I ran 16. Most of it was uphill, 16 miles. He's like, while you were scratching your ass on a Saturday morning, turning on your bed, I was cranking out miles. I just put my head down and went back to the sales side. Like, I'm going to just say nothing. It's extreme. Extraordinary. It yeah. is an extraordinary act of discipline, yep. commitment, and just toughness. Yeah, just just being a badass. But he is a Boston fan, so you know. yeah. So, look, there's yeah. he's got a little See, bad guy perfect. in him. So I walk by his office, you know, to get water, coffee, whatever, yeah. and he'll look at me. He's like, "Hey, Georgie." So you get a little gut there, buddy. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, leave me alone." Here's man. how you know you're okay. <laughs> He's never said that to me because yeah. he knows that's a little too close to home. Hey, Ore, Ore, Ore starts walking around. He's not running around the building. Yeah. Like- well, you, Ore's motivating because you're not overweight, right? He's like, he's just, you know what he says to me? Hey, Trav. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? He's like, I'm not even going to try with you. He's oh, like, hey, you're becoming a big boy, Jorge. You're becoming a big boy. And I was like, hey, John, take it easy on me, man. That's a good career. Congratulations, awesome career. John. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing, amazing accomplishment. Congratulations to you, John. Um, Barry Bonds, second player ever to have a 40-40 season, joining Jose Canseco in 1996. I, this may be unpopular. You tell me. Barry Bonds. There we go. There he is. There we there go. There he is. There we go, Johnny. Hey. There he is, Johnny. By the way, no one can hear us. No one we can, can hear, hear us. Other. We can hear each other. And we want to make sure that he gets his flowers. Yes, for sir. sure. That's a big smile on his face. Yeah. That's got to feel good. Yeah. By the way, Slee, how good do you think that feels? Oh. Hey, what, what are you doing on Monday? Nothing. Whatever <laughs> whatever I want to. That's what I'm, I'm doing on Monday. Cranked it <laughs> out, man. You, you want to go it. knock out Got 50 miles, I'll go do that. You want to sit and eat ice cream? I can do that. Do you want to take a walk around the block? We can do that. You want to go see a movie at noon on a Monday? I can go do that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. But didn't you tell me that like after two weeks you're gonna hallucinate? I gotta do something. Yeah, I'm not, I gotta saying, do something. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna sit on the couch for nine hours a day. Yeah, I gotta have somewhere to go and something to do. But it's what I want to do. It the first be- couple of days, I'm sitting on the couch for sure. I'm not doing anything for the first couple. You're of You're getting through all the Sopranos by the time we get to Monday. <laughs> it's about a month. So when I got sacked, I, my contract I had time yeah. left on it. So I was still. After the parking garage situation. (laughs) Exactly, after this. And it was the first week is basically, what the hell just happened? You're like Cliff Kingsbury. He's getting paid to go to Bali. The next next week was, what am I going to do? The third week is, hey, I can go do whatever I want. And so you do that for like a couple, and I had little kids at the time, so you got some responsibilities. But then the fourth week runs around, I'm like, man, I got to find something to do. This is not, this is, I'm, I was, I don't know, 35 or six or whatever it is. I, I need to find something to do. This is not how this is. So when the kids were young, you didn't, you know, tell Susan, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be gone for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and that's, you you know, travel the world. Don't call me. I'll call <laughs> I put more time into coaching a little league baseball team than anybody should. I was very committed to making sure that my lineup was filled out legibly. Awesome. 
It was it was way That's too awesome. much. All right, back to Bonds for a second. Second player to have a 40-40 season. Uh, he joined Jose Canseco in 1996. Obviously, Bonds and Canseco have the connection of both being, you know, connected to PEDs, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. I know that Otani is the new answer and probably the right answer, but what Barry Bonds did on a baseball field, we, just because he also is the most closely associated face with PEDs, don't lose track of how good he actually was. He was one in a billion. He was so good at what he did you for know, such a long time. You know, everyone has lost track of that, though. I, I agree. I, it, I agree with that. And I guess it's not unfair because he chose to do what he chose to do. Correct. But, my God, John. I mean, you remember. Unbelievable but, player. Were they all doing it? I mean, that, that's the only thing. Like there, there Not was, all, but many. Who was it? Like, who was I'm trying to think here. Brady Anderson or something. Didn't he hit like? He hit 50. Okay. Yeah, but Brady it, Anderson was never a great player. Brady Anderson had a great season. He was for one year. He was for one year. He had a great season. <laughs> I remember right? Greg Vaughn for the Padres. Had a great cranking season. 50, you know, Luis whatever Gonzalez it was. Luis had a great Gonzalez season. was doing it. Kevin Mitchell out of Kevin nowhere. Kevin Mitchell had a great season. <laughs> Barry Bonds was the best player in baseball for like a decade and a half. If he didn't do hypothetically, that whole era didn't happen. None of these guys did PEDs. He's still running for MVP every single year. You know how many MVPs he won? You guys know this? And I'm no. going I by would, memory I, I'm going to guess. Yeah. It's either six or seven. I'm going to say six. I think it's seven. Is Emily, it? double-check this, but I think I think it's seven. Yeah. Seven Isn't he MVPs? still cranking those out without – He was the only guy I ever saw. Maybe not I guess, seven. I guess no, okay, maybe not seven. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He had three before he started doing it. What were you saying, John? Um – there were a couple of times this year it happened with Otani. It but is Bonds seven. is the only one I ever saw that would consistently get walked. I saw him get walked. Joe Madden walked him once with bases the bases loaded. loaded. Yep. yep. Um, it, which is just insane. <laughs> I mean, walking somebody with the bases loaded. Think about that. It defies explanation. I'm very excited. Ultimate compliment. I'm very excited to get yep, we'll do this it. whole. But not before we do a little super crosstalk. Woo! Woo, 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 woo. So what, Al, it was about an hour and a half ago yeah. that uh, Damian Lillard got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. It, John, I'll, ask you, I'll start with you. Was this something that was in the air? Like, hey, I'm here in Milwaukee. Or was this just out of left field? Because for me, it was out of left field. It wasn't because about three weeks ago, Giannis did a profile in the New York Times yep. written by Tanya Ganguly, who used to be the Lakers beat reporter for the LA Times. Arcadia yeah. High School alum like myself. Oh, really? Nice. Yep, nice. there you go. So in that article, he was very candid with Tanya that if he felt the Bucks were not trying to compete for a championship, he was leaving. And very few times has a player been that honest or that candid. But he was, and it was the second time he's done it. And I, I would equate it to the time when Kobe Bryant came out and said in 2008, I want to be traded, and I don't care where. I'll be traded on Pluto because the Lakers aren't competing for championships anymore. And instead of trading him, the Lakers went out and traded for Pau Gasol. Mm -hmm. This was Milwaukee trading for Pau Gasol. This was Milwaukee basically saying, all right, not only does this allow us to it's good comp. get Damian Lillard, one of the great Hall of Fame point guards of all time, sure, but – it, it helps us keep Giannis, and that's why I wasn't surprised by it. Team to beat, Mace, because Celia and I were kind of kicking it around. It, it, there are other great duos in the league. Boston's got a great duo. There's a great duo in Denver. There's a great duo here in yep. L.A. There's two great duos here in L.A. Is this the best? <sighs> feels like it. It does feel like the best to me. It feels like Damian Lillard, Lillard must be thrilled to finally be in a spot where he can – and I know it's not Miami. 
He didn't get his shot. <laughs> no, but it's, it's a better team. But it's a I think better, it's a better team. I think it is a better really, star. really mm-hmm. good team. Now, the one thing for Milwaukee that's interesting is Damian Lillard not known for his defense. Drew Holiday, very good defensive-minded point guard. I think that's you know one of the wrinkles that uh, that you got to look at too. But I, I'll tell you, they're right there. If you look at it, they you know Boston in Vegas already's got them. They're the favorite plus three seventy five. In Vegas, they're the favorite. Right well, now. remember they had the best record in the NBA last year, mm-hmm. and they they laid an egg in the first round of the playoffs. They lost to Miami. Giannis sort of back in game one. I think yeah. it was something and, like that. And and so this is adding Damian Lillard to a team that had the best record in the NBA last year. So there you go. So Al asked me this, and, and I don't know the league like that to be able to answer it off the top of my head. Is a trade at this point in the calendar as unusual as it feels like? No, like right it's not. Before? It's actually normal. This it's, is when okay. James Harden got traded. Yeah, okay. it's right before training camp. Training camp because they could have they couldn't have brought Damian Lillard to training camp in Portland, or it would have been a circus. Yeah, the first question Scoot Henderson would have been asked is. How do you feel having to sit behind Damian Lillard? Yeah, right. And the first question Damian Lillard would have been asked is, how do you feel that your replacement is already here? Yeah. And it would have been super awkward and weird. We done? Is the, Does the musical stair- chairs just oh, start no. right now? No, the Harden- no Holiday, yeah. Holiday is moving. He yeah, is not yeah. – for the same reasons as they just outlined. Scoot Anderson is a point guard in Portland. Right. And so I think three spots for Holiday to watch. All right? And and this is, doesn't mean it, it's only three. But the first one is Miami because yeah. they were the big losers today. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami, you know, he really Lillard really wanted to go there. Miami didn't want to overpay. They called their bluff. Portland called their bluff and sent him to Miami. But if they get Drew Holiday to go in there and play with Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, then they're on to something. So look out for that. It's going to be Holiday guarding Lillard in the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals, right. you know, potentially. The yeah. second one is Philly. Holiday won Rookie of the Year in Philly. He was already there. He likes it there. He, uh, you imagine him with Joel Embiid playing opposite of Tyrese Maxey, mm-hmm. especially if James Harden is going to do this. I'm not playing for Daryl Morey ever. Then that allows Philly to get Drew Holiday and send. Harden somewhere else. And the third team I think you got to watch for Holiday, and this would be really interesting, is the Clippers. Mm. Because if they get Holiday, like I would trade Terrence Mann for Drew Holiday. They won't, but I would. And here's why. They would have three of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA all on the same team. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Drew Holiday are all lockdown defenders. They would be an elite defensive team. I just don't know. The Clippers almost never do the right thing. And so they're like the angels in this regard. <laughs> right. So I don't know. You know the Clippers would probably say, nope, we're not trading Terrence Mann, and that goes to hell. So here, Mace, here's what I really like about this. One, it, it puts another team in the mix that's going to be super fun to watch. Right, that's good. right. But John, what you were talking about with Miami I think is interesting, that because Lillard comes out, and Lillard's not a whiner. I'm okay with him saying, hey, you got to move me to another place. I've given you 11 years. Sure. I, I want to go somewhere else. That's cool. But I love what Portland did, which is, okay – but we're not just going to send you where you want to Correct. go. Where the, you can, that we're we need going to, to make the best deal for that us. we can for our for, organization. For us. Not we're going to try to pressure. accommodate you. Yeah. And I like player empowerment. I like that these guys decide that they want to collaborate. That's fine. It doesn't offend me as a sports fan. But to just basically walk in and hold a gun to the organization and said, I'll only go there. Well, now I can't make a decent deal with what's coming right. back. They I got always, a decent deal I always thought after this. all those years with Portland, and obviously it didn't make a difference because they sent him to Milwaukee anyway, but all those years with Portland, you would have thought Damian Lillard would go to them and say privately, 
hey, I'd love to go to Miami, but I definitely want to be traded. Yeah. And then you've still got leverage sure. to be yeah. able to make we a deal. We don't know that he didn't do that. Well, he came out and did say Miami. Right. But so we don't know he didn't. Miami, he did, we don't know he, he didn't go he to did them privately beforehand and they ignored him. But that why was, make it public? That was Kobe's point. But why make it public? I'm telling you, Kobe, Kobe privately went to the Lakers and said, what are we doing to win a title? And the Lakers said, we're working on it. And Kobe said, not good enough. You're not doing anything. But that's not the same thing. Why isn't it? Damian Lillard said, trade me to Miami. Kobe didn't say, trade me You're to this destination. You're suggesting he might have done it before he did it publicly. Right. right. And yeah. In other words, I want to be traded is one thing. I want to be traded exclusively to say, Miami is another. It hurts the Blazers, yeah, right? Yeah, it hurts like, the Blazers. Yeah, they now, did great. Yeah, they, they did sure good did. at this deal. And they when they got more deal. coming when they trade Holiday. Yeah. You know, and, and so they're going to get more. But here's an interesting thing. This is starting to surface. A few years ago... Damian Lillard was doing an AMA with fans in 2019, and one of the fans asked him, if you could take any player in the NBA to, to try and go win a title with, who mm. would you take? Giannis. And he, he answered one word, Giannis. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I, I don't think Dame's disappointed 2022 All-Star Game. Did you guys talk about this? 2022 no. All-Star Game. Uh, Giannis was one of the guys picking teams. Uh, and he had first, the first pick. First choice, he took Lillard? Damian Lillard. <laughs> yeah. And well, LeBron, just, by the way, we'll play the sound for it. LeBron right away goes, I know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it yeah. took a couple of years. Well, LeBron is saying, I'm the king of this. LeBron, <laughs> Le, LeBron did it two years before oh, yeah, right. with Anthony then, Davis. Hey, look, but there's some combos that just makes Anthony Davis and LeBron James just made perfect sense. Yeah. Right? The way that the two pieces fit together, you're like, Yep. Yep. This feels like one of those. Harden. Yeah. This feels like the two Harden pieces. Harden and Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Perfect. Perfect, 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 perfect fit. Yep. Right? This does not feel like one of those. Well, let's see. This is like, oh, no, that's going to work for sure. Right, right. I, I, I just, it's not great for the Lakers because if you do get to the finals, you got this monster potentially waiting for you there at the end of the day. But it's great for the league that makes regular season games, which is oddly the least compelling part of the NBA story. Yeah. Far more interesting. Yeah, I totally. It is weird. I heard you say this earlier. The the off season and the playoffs yeah. are Unbelievable the two most buzz. important parts of and the NBA probably season in that for order. Fans. Yeah, right. That the the off season, a free agency, who's going where, uh, who's, yeah, hell who's in favor, loose. and then the playoffs are great, and then. The rumor mill is great. The regular season is fun, but it's like, all right, can we just get to the playoffs? The trade deadline is insane. Oh, the I trade mean, deadline is awesome, too. The NBA has found a great way to make it a 12-month-a-year yeah. sport. So we were talking with Sedano. He did an Ask Sedano earlier today. Oh, okay. And and did you do it on the show? We did. Ask Sedano? Ask Sedano. Yeah. Uh, and one of the questions was, what's the worst job you've ever had? And he said that for at least a day or maybe just a few hours, Lee, did you yeah, say? I, I literally, he started, and within an hour, he was like, oh, I'm was turning over? in my paperwork he was a assistant to a guy who was selling crappy toys door to door oh and door to door and, even. door to door <laughs> door to door talent. like dollar like dollar store and toys. he was the assistant yeah. he was a marketing yeah. consultant i believe that's <laughs> how they they, they, they labeled it yeah. what's the worst job you ever had uh i was a telephone solicitor Telemarketer? Uh, hello, Mr. Johnson. This is Steve from the Key Corporation. Can I ask you what type of material you have on the outside of the home? <laughs> it's siding. Oh, how are the windows, sir? Are they double-paned? And, and you would try to get an appointment. And it was unbelievable the number of times 
Hi, this is Steve. Click, click. Oh, oh what, yeah. 50%? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Higher More than that. that. Higher I mean, than right? That. At least, right? Higher. You get shut down all the time. 80%? Uh, yeah, and every time you would set up an appointment, you would they'd take a $5 bill, and they'd pin it to the wall, and they'd say, good job. <laughs> That's the way that works. How many fives would you get in the night? Uh, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, walk away. Have you seen? How long are you sitting? That's a lot of rejection, man. After a four-hour shift, 15 bucks. Have you guys seen telemarketers? That the 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 show telemarketers. No. It's a really just basically a documentary. Danny McBride is a part of it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think love so. Him. He's great. Yeah, really, really good. And all it is, Mace, is like you're talking about. But it's it's. I mean, it's a complete con. The whole thing is a, a complete. They're literally they're trying to make money off. Hey, a donation to the police department. This that. Right. Right. But it's. The percentage going to them, it's really interesting. But it's yeah. all about what you're doing. Pumping calls oh all day God. long. It's brutal. What's it's the worst brutal. job you ever had? Dishwasher at the Cask and Cleaver restaurant <laughs> in Newport Beach. I How lasted you last? about three months. <laughs> and then I said, there's got to be a better way to make a living here. But what I remember So about, I'm guessing this is probably 80s? Yeah. You're making five bucks an hour? If that. Uh, and <laughs> At least you get them pinned to yeah. the wall, Mace. Yeah, exactly. I had a little five pinned to the wall. My friend Mark, who I went to high school with, was uh, was doing it with me. And he had this disgusting habit, which he still to this day claims was not disgusting. So keep in mind, when you're a dishwasher, what happens is the busboys go out on the floor they clean the tables, and they come back, and they put the dishes up on a shelf, and then we take the dishes, throw the food in the trash, rinse the dish, put it in the dishwasher. So Mark, my buddy, would never eat before we started our shifts. And what he would do is a plate would come back. No. All right, now here's – Oh, <laughs> no. no. Here was his argument. Oh, no. my God. Which I could never, What's ever do. Again? Mark. Mark. So, Bad guy. All right. Disgusting. No, so, Trev, his, his theory was no. that – you come back and there's a fifty dollar half eaten steak. Yep. Sure. He would and he would I watched him. He would always do this, but it still to me didn't make it palatable. But to him it did. He would take the steak. Yep. Cut, cut off the cut edge. edge. Cut, cut off the, the edge. edge. Cut it cut like a cut a clean edge. Right. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> and then and then he would eat it. And I went, That's disgusting, man. What are you doing? You don't know you don't know anything about where, who was eating that steak. He goes Exactly. John, I cut the edge. I, I have no contact. And Here, I went, here's why. I don't know why this doesn't work for me, but it does. Here's why. I'm going to tell you why it doesn't work you for you. You cut the edge off. No, because the you know Mr. Johnson, who ordered the $50 yeah. steak and didn't yeah. finish it, at some point his meal went <clears throat> right over go. his plate. Yeah. And so whatever diseases I'm Mr. Johnson has is now Trash. all what about, steak. What about somebody reaching across the table and saying, I'll take a piece of steak. Let me just cut and then pick it up with your hand and try it. No. It's like yeah. all that stuff. No. I was so I was so disgusted by what yes, he was doing be. that I wore, and he and he didn't, I wore rubber gloves the whole time. I wouldn't even touch the food. <laughs> right. I had rubber gloves, and the, the plate would come in, and I would take the plate, dump it, rinse it. And a lot of times, if, if it was a big steak, he'd go, no! <laughs> what are you doing? And I, I'll go. I, there'll be another five steaks back here in five know, minutes. You, you know the movie Caddyshack, Mace? Oh, of course. So you know when Spalding is going around the table, I've been finishing everybody's yeah. drink. Right, right. Like this is all I can think of that you're yeah. eventually going to run into that cigarette butt. Yeah, and exactly. you're going to end up oh, yeah. puking exactly. in the parking lot. Oh, just your, cut the end off. Your buddy Mark. <laughs> I, would I, wonder, I wonder if he edge. still does it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd have to ask. No. I hope Mark's not That's still so washing dishes. He can buy his own steak. Exactly. Even with he can create his own clean edge. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. We'll see you tomorrow.